Good day, listeners. Today we are back with the Mad Five podcast, and we are doing the Force Crash course. We have Shania, Galilean, Lizzie, Sarah, Victoria. Today we'll be talking on this Force Crash course. We'll be talking about how Force and how we interact in our daily life. Um, first, we have to understand what Force is, and in our book it says Force is the cause of an acceleration or the change in an object's velocity. So, Math 5, if y'all add any kind of force today, have you witnessed force in your life lately? Whenever you push a cart. Yes, that is force. Yes, today whenever I walked into the building, yes. I opened the door. So, did you push or pull? And I pulled the door open. Wow. For my peers. Oh my gosh. I so know. sweet Amazing. and kind. Force. Force with politeness. Yes. Brother's football game, and he had a touchdown. Oh, wow. Um, he had a tackle. Mm. A tackle. He forced that the person. Contact, that contact force. That contact yes, force. Yes, we call contact, contact force is another kind of force. It's a force, as it says, physical contact between one object and another. And, and a football game is a great example of that because all they use is force and just force. We love the contact force on the field. We admire it. We do. We do. As scientists. And while we're talking on the field, there's also other stuff on the field such as acceleration, which is whenever you you accelerate to the ball. Yes. Yes. Or if there's an interception and you are trying to run to the other side of the field, that is amazing. That acceleration and speed you're going to have to need to get to the other side without getting tackled. Yes, yes, it's just everywhere. Force is everywhere. Um, it is everywhere. Summer high school football represented well. Yes, thank you very Good much. Jacks. Thank you very much, tonight. Thank you very much. Um, we could also talk about the stage where there is no change in body motion, which is equilibrium. And Such as whenever the football boys are typically just lining up in the beginning of their game. They're just standing there. They're balanced. They're not falling, hopefully. Which is a prime example of equilibrium. Yes. We love to see it. If you would like a demonstration of a force, you would use a free body diagram. A free body diagram is a diagram of the objects involved in a situation and the forces exerted on the objects. The benefits of the free body diagram is it helps you analyze a situation and isolate an object and the forces acting on it. So basically, if you are trying to investigate some kind of force that you either acted upon or someone else acted upon, um, a free body diagram would be a great source to to use because you'll be able to see and calculate the forces you have just witnessed and whatever kind of observation you have made. I have a question. So, um, you know in the hospital when somebody's admitted to the hospital and you have that that system that's calculating their their heart rate, rate, would that be included as a free body diagram? I feel like of some sorts it could be because it is, I mean your heart is pressing and pushing against and just pumping I guess and it also shows the movement of your heart and the timing and stuff so I guess it would be because force kind of depends on time and motion and it's the motion of your heart and it moving furthermore here we have Galilea introducing us with Newton's first laws so it's an object that it rests and it remains at rest an object in motion that continues in motion with constant velocity such as speed in a straight line, unless the object experiences a net external force. So, technically, you would say 
your phone is at rest when you're it's sitting on a desk, but once you pick it up, the screen turns on and it's in motion. Uh, another example of Newton's first law would be whenever someone doesn't wear the seatbelt and they are caught in a car crash. Well, when the car stops, you do not. You go through the windshield, which is where Newton's first law, at whenever you're at motion, you stay at motion until something is acted upon it. Shania is here to speak to us about Newton's second law. Thank you, Lizzie. No problem. Newton's second law is the acceleration of an object is directly proportional to the net external force acting on the object and inversely proportional to the object's mass. I know what I just said there can sound like gibberish. However, let me break it down into further explanation. Hmm. Pushing a ball versus pushing a car. Which is easier? Which is easier? The ball. The ball. The ball is less mass than the car. Therefore, with that being said, the ball will have a greater acceleration than the car yes. because the car is heavier and weighs more. Mm -hmm. Now I'm passing it off to Victoria for Newton's third and final law. Woo! Thank you, Sarah. The Newton's third law is for every action, there's an equal but opposite reaction. If an object A exerts a force on object B, then object B will exert an equal but opposite force on object A. Now I'm going to take it over to Elizabeth to give us an example. Thank you. Thank you very much, Victoria. Um, for an example, we could think about a spaceship whenever it's about to go into our Earth's atmosphere. Um, whenever it is going up, the thrust and gravity are acting on an opposite but equal reaction so whenever you are building a spaceship or whenever you do want it to go higher you have to make sure the thrust or the force of the spaceship is greater than the force of gravity that is pushing it back down i don't mean to force this but it is time for mad Five to accelerate out of here you have shania lizzie sarah victoria galilean and we are the mad five signing out Peace.